Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast, where your hosts Bryce and Lewis pour up a couple of drinks and discuss everything relationships from dating to marriage while sharing their personal dating and marriage stories along the way. Now toast up, ladies and gents. Let's get to it. I love Mondays. I wouldn't say I love it, but yeah, Monday. I love Mondays because that's when I get to see your pretty face, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good point. Good point. Hey, Kate. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, Kate. Welcome to the I'm back again. We like having you. I mean, I gave you a job last time. You didn't accept it, but you're back, though. Yeah, you didn't pay me. Oh, 34 cents an hour. What is that? 24 cents. 24 cents. Let me discuss. Is that that what we're going with? (laughs) 24 cents an hour, yeah. Yeah. So we're so going to stop a at like, a month. We're going to stop at like 58 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so you don't get that full 24 cents. <laughs> so cheap. That's messed up. Prisoner wage. <laughs> How y'all Bailey. doing, man? Good, good. Fucking Ready for the snowstorm? No. That's New England, man. I hate That's snow. What it is. Mm. I need to move somewhere warm. What are we getting? Like eight inches? 10? Really? I don't even know. I think that's what the fucking weather said like an hour ago, like eight inches. I didn't even know about it until I was getting ready to leave work. And I called Julia like, I don't know if I'm coming to work tomorrow or not. I, I didn't know about like it until the minutes. school said that my daughter has distance learning tomorrow. <laughs> so wow. I just yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't I pay attention to the weather like I used to. The um, same. Like when I do, was doing plowing, I was watching the weather like a hawk. I knew the storms were coming like days in advance, but I they were like, oh, we have a snowstorm tomorrow, Dad. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. My kids are loving it. They're on vacation right now. So they get mm-hmm. like a fucking huge snowstorm, so they get to play. Oh, yeah. So what we got here today on the agenda, guys. Ooh, this one, this, this question, it could have many perspectives. So I, I, I this one may be kind of fun to explain. I think it's good, though, because we're all, all of us have been married and we've been married for a long time. So we should yeah. be able to go back to how we felt when we first met that person that drove yeah. us to accept that engagement, Kate, or do that proposal, me and you, Lewis. So, <laughs> yeah, true. It's <laughs> so mean, long ago. I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, same. <laughs> so what we're talking about, folks, is what does love feel like? And how do you know? So I don't know which which one of you guys want to go at it first because you mm. have to know what loves feel like. You have to feel like you felt it at least at one point because we've all been yeah. married. So we know we felt it. So what so did it feel like first, for you? Oh, I really damn it. <laughs> I'd be a gentleman and be like, ladies first. You're like, fuck you, Lewis. Yeah, no. You're taking the right. dive, fucker. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. I don't know. It really depends on who you are, but like my perspective, it's when you just, all right. So I could say this and it could be like taken in many different ways, but it's when you can't get that person out of your head, like that's one way to put it. Like literally you wake up thinking about that person. And it's also like right before you go to sleep, it's the, the last person you think of before you go to sleep. And like for me, like personally, like the person that like I'm in love with, I just have to think about them and I instantly will start smiling. And it'll be like the stupidest thing too. Like I'll think about that, you know, the, the Friday we were out and we were sitting at the bar and 
said something stupid to the bartender and we both laughed like that, like that kind of shit will just instantly make me smile thinking mm-hmm. about that person, you know, like stuff like that. Like it's the little things for me. Like, so was there like a, was it like a specific moment in that, in that, in that beginning part of your relationship where you were like, I'm go- that's going to be my wife. Like uh, a moment like that happened oh. for you that had you feel like I'm going to spend my life with this woman. She's the one I want to make babies with her. Like what, what was that time for you? Bro, like, it, I don't know. Like, I, I have to agree with Kate because, all right. So, first of all, <laughs> going through like the divorce and all that shit, like, it was rough <clears throat> on me. So, it kind of like blacked out a lot of like my experience with that. So, I can't remember like every little detail. I have a great memory, but for some reason, when it comes to like that, I don't remember a lot of it, which kind of sucks mm. because there was good parts. Obviously, I was with it for 13 years. Be kind yeah. of crazy to be with it for 13 years and not have good parts. Exactly. I don't know. There was there was just there was just times where like I don't know, like I said, the little things, the little things you would do, and like the little things that I would enjoy. But I I just can't think of like pinpoint. That's why like the only thing I can really think of is as I can compare to like what happened after, because obviously I did fall in love with women after that, and for me it was just like honestly just knowing that them thinking of me will make them smile, like little shit like that, and it just made me start falling for them, like in. I don't know, like, especially after going through all the shit I went through. I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, man. Honestly, that's why I said, like, this question can, like, you could you could probably talk about this question for, like, fucking hours because it would just go back and forth because everyone's perspective is different. But if I had to say, like, one little thing, it's, like, literally wanting to spend time with them no matter what you're doing, even if you're not doing nothing. Like, like, so, like when she was, when we were young or whatever, she worked mad far and I would literally drive like 40 minutes to go see her just, and it literally, she was working. I wasn't. And it was just me just being able to spend time with her. I was happy because I got to spend time with her like that, like stuff like that for me. I don't oh, know. You're so cute. I know. Right. Oh, <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> True love. Well, is. I don't know. I met my, I met my fiance, my ex, fiance wife and in basic training well in ait so that's what you do after basic training um and i was i honestly i was hitting on everybody while i was there (laughs) that's the kind of guy listen Listen, not shocker when you're in fucking basic training for 13 weeks and you're all riled up yeah you you just want to get in yeah you just you just want to get it that's you just it. want to get it. You don't and know because you weren't there. You, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I know I um I remember when I walked up to her and I and I just walked up to her as if I'd known. I was like, so what do, so what are we doing this weekend? Like like we already like we've already had conversations and I'm just trying to know if we're going to dinner or the movies or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, she just looked at me, huh? Boy, get out of here. And just that was it. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, I want that one because she was giving. She was gonna make me work. <laughs> she yep. was gonna make me work, bro. And I put in work for weeks and weeks. And finally, we were. I got to a point where I was laying at the pool with her one time at uh, Aberdeen Proving Grounds. I was laying at the pool with her, and I and I felt like I was finally getting through to her. And she finally was being more conversive. She gave me her phone number, and. 
I remember she really wanted the phone calls, the texting and all that. I, I She gave me her phone number and I didn't like call her. And she was like, what if I, I gave you my number? You didn't even fucking call me. What the fuck? You don't want to talk. You don't want me. I was like, whoa, I was just giving you time. I don't, I'm not a guy that just gets a number and immediately dials you up like that. But, and I mentioned all that little stuff to, to say, like, I know at that time, yeah, at that time in my uh, life, I found her very, very mature at that point because she was like 18, 19, and she had a mindset like, like a young, like a real young woman. Like she wasn't into going out and partying, and she talked about how you know cook being a good wife and cooking meals for your man and she keeps the house clean and all yeah. this stuff and i'm like that is so attractive that's like i don't have to wait till i'm 30 to find that you mean i can find her now mm. Ooh. and things like that was really it really got me and yeah i think that's what made me really go crazy for at the time we were right we were even writing notes to each other at that time too i mean she that's was cute. i was that's 20 cute. she was 18 i think we were writing notes to each other. We passed them off. We had nicknames for each other. And and um, I remember when we got ready to go around September 12th, 2009, she said uh, she might be getting deployed when we leave or something like that. And yeah. she was, I could tell she was really shooken up about it because she like felt like something between us. And, and the way that we were... When we went to that airport together, I remember that day we were at the airport and we were just like, we didn't want to leave each other's arms. We didn't want to leave each other. We knew we were going to go out and fly yeah. each other anyway, right after we got back home. But just the idea of leaving her, knowing that we had just spent like two months together, feeling like there's no one else better in the world. We we were fucking crushed. and. I was flying, we were flying back and forth to, from Mississippi to Massachusetts for like a whole year before we even, like we were boyfriend and girlfriend flying back for a whole year, still crazy about each other. Crazy. And I think that's long distance like that. That's good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. She flew three times and I, I made three flights. She made three flights. We would stay with each other for at least three weeks at a time. She stayed at me and my parents' house and I stayed at her and her parents' house. And, um, but yeah, th that whole year is what let me know I, I I love this fucking woman. I can't I can't think of nothing else. And I know I know it will be easy for some people to say, "Well, you were far apart from each other. Distance makes the heart makes the heart grow fonder." That's so true. that's Very what true. that's what had you at that time. That. <laughs> yeah. But I really don't. But the fact that we made it ten years, I don't. I think that that negates that shit right yeah. there. Um. <clears throat> And everyone telling us, oh, everybody meets somebody in AIT and basic training. They get married. They get divorced in two years. We didn't though. We had a whole family. We we had things together. You know, we yeah. made it. We made a we made a home. But but I know at that time I saw her as the best woman. Period. Like there was nobody topping her. Yeah. She was in school too, and the way that we cared about each other. Like she if she's out. She always thought about me. When I'm out, I'm always thinking about her, pick her up little things here and there. It's like, like you said, the little things, those little yeah. things, yeah. they add up. And we were always <laughs> for, for like two, three, four years on top of those little things, just doing them for each other. So, I mean, ultimately, I feel like love should make you feel like 
if I lost that person, I don't know if I can breathe. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can get through my days. That's what it should make you feel like. Cause that first time that, that first time that I, um, stepped out of my relationship, stepped out of my marriage and made that mistake. And I, and I thought she was about to leave. You know, that's the first thing that I started thinking, like, what the fuck am I going to do without her, though? Like, that's my rock. She's been holding me down for five, six years. And I just I just said, fuck that to go sleep with some little skank. I don't lost. I don't, like, what the fuck were you thinking, bro? And yeah, I, for that moment, I felt like I, I can't breathe. I'm 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 not going to make it. How am I going to make it through life if I don't have her as my she was my she's been my backbone. She's been my rock. And. Eventually, though, I mean, obviously it all crumbled down because I'm newly engaged now. But I think that's how love should make you feel. You should feel like love should make you feel like you don't know what you do if you lost that person in your life. Like that's your best friend. They're supposed to be your best friend. And how would you feel if you lost your best friend? You know, that's how I feel like that's the type of effect it should have on you. Yeah. All right, Kate, your turn. By Bryson's definition... Maybe I've never been in love. I've never felt like I couldn't breathe if I lost somebody. But, I mean, my experience was very different, I think, than both of yours. I met my ex-husband when I was 15. We were in high school. So I think we just stayed together because we thought that was like we had to. And then it just became more of comfort than a relationship and kind of just went through the motions. We did all of the things that society tells you you're supposed to do. So we got married, bought a house, had a kid. Like we did all the things because that's what society says you need to do to be happy. So we thought as long as we did those things, we were good. I mean, obviously we were close. I mean, we're still friends. So, but, and I do, like, I know that I love him. I don't know when or if we were ever like in love, I'm not really sure. Cause I'm not sure what that's supposed to look like. Yeah. Hmm. Well, see, that's the thing too, with, with my kid's mother, we, we met in junior high. We actually went out sixth, seventh and eighth grade and she was a grade ahead of me. And then we broke up, you know, cause childish kid shit. And then we got back together after high school. But yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of feel the same way where it was more of just a comfortability thing. Cause the more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, yeah, it was little things, but I can't really pinpoint. I just knew like, I really cared about her and I, I did love her. And like, like Bryson said, like when I found out what happened, I was just like, Oh shit, how the fuck? Like, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm, I know I'll be able to take care of myself and all that shit, but it's going to be really different because you know, being with someone for fucking 13 years, you kind of mm-hmm. just rely on that person to like be there yeah. for you. Not necessarily like you need them, but it's just like, you're so used to like thinking of them with every aspect of your life. So yeah, is yeah. it, I don't well, know. That's like, the thing it, is it like, was, of course I've had that, those moments, like especially getting divorced, like we were together 18 years, married for 10. So obviously mm-hmm. like my biggest concern yeah. is like, damn, I'm like, I am so fucked financially. I always depended on this person for the past 18 years. So, I mean, but I wasn't thinking like, oh my God, how am I going to live now that I lost him? I'm like, shit, I need to get my life together. (laughs) 
Well, uh, also, yeah. I think that like that feeling would depend on the scenario. Like me, like me, I got cheated on. Bryson, you had did a similar, the cheating. Yeah, you had a similar, <laughs> but it was the opposite. Like Kate, I mean, it was a, just it was kind of like a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like a civil breakdown. So it's no, it really depends on like this the scenario. Like me, it was just kind of like oh shit, the floor just fell out from under me. So you know, it was kind of like that kind of shit. So that's why I was like, uh, fuck, what am I gonna do now? But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But I don't know. That that's just my experience on that. It, but still, I kind of agree with both of you on that because, yeah, with Kate, like, yeah, it's true. It kind of just went through the motions at that point. But with Bryson, it was all also like, damn, I'm so used to this that it's. And I also like, I really do love her. But then, for me, like, trust is a really big fucking thing. Like, loyalty is like top of, of everything. So if I, I if I know you're not loyal to me, then that yeah, it's it's all gonna go downhill from there. So I know. Did my, you guys uh, have like sorry? Did you guys have like a moment in your relationships where you guys like knew, like, that you were gonna say I love you or that you felt it? I remember the time. I remember the day that it happened. I do too. I remember. So, do you really? Uh, yeah, it I was did. at the uh, it was at the rec center at, on Aberdeen Proving Grounds. I remember we were having a drink at the at the uh, that this little bar area that was that overlooked the pool area, the pool table area. And she said something. She said something along the lines like, "You know, I'm hanging out with you. I call you. You know, I I do those things because you're somebody that I love to be around." And I and I kind of took that and twisted her words up. I was like, "Oh, so you love me, huh?" And she was like. And that got her into talking. Like she was like, "Yeah, I actually, yeah, I do. Drop I do the love you. bomb." So I'm like, "I'm like, that's cool. I love you too." And then I, I remember kissing her right there. But I know that's when we said it to each other, and we were fucking damn near. If you saw her, I wasn't far behind, <laughs> and vice versa. We were always on. We were we were at each other's hip. Yeah, we were on that uh, training installation. So for me, it was uh, it was a little bit more funnier. <laughs> so. Uh, at the time, like I, I lived in my uh, one of my parents' like rental properties, and she would come over all the time. I think we were we were going out for like a year, like uh, not a year. It was probably like eight months when we got back together. And she picked me up, and I was like, "Oh, well, you know, where you want to go to eat?" And she was driving, and you know, typical. Oh no! And then I, you know, you you start giving, you start giving <laughs> examples, and not this, not that. And I just remember being like, "You're a pain in the ass." And then she said something, and then literally still. I'm not even joking. To this day, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just, well, not some reason, but I just looked at her and was like, I love you. And she turned and she was like, what did you just say? And I just, I couldn't, <laughs> I was like, oh, I've, I, I, and I just like stuttered because I couldn't believe, and I just blurted it out. And like, still like, again, to this day, I have no idea, but my brain was just like fucking word vomit. And like, she's like, what did you say? And, and like, literally she was like, no. And then I reacted like, what the fuck? What? No. What the fuck kind of shit is that? She's like, I wasn't ready for it. And I was like, I, I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, I did. I don't fucking know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like, that was a long fucking time ago. And I, I still remember it like it was yesterday. But like, honestly, even the last <laughs> time, like I said, so the last time I said, I love you to someone, I like knew. I just knew like after talking to them for like a while, it just, I don't know. It just hits different. Like then I was still like a kid, man. I was what? It was like 19, 20. Like now I'm Mm -hmm. an adult. Like I I just, it hits different. And 
the last time I said it, I don't know. I just, I knew from the get go that, yeah, that yes, I keep keeping this bitch around. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I told my I told my ex my ex wife and like you know you know the AIT my AIT was like fourteen weeks I think so yeah mine was too I told her probably within so we fell in love with each other in like four or five weeks. It would mean that shit. That was fast. Yeah, me, me that too. That's fast. That's crazy. But yeah, but if it just fits, it fits. Yeah, I mean, so. like I say, I go back to the argument. I mean, it might have ended badly, but we were married for ten years. That's so. I that wasn't just a throwaway. I love you. Yeah, and that's true. I told yes. I told Julia I love her in like three months, two or three months, I think. And now she's my fiance. So I mean, I. I don't throw it around loosely, I guess you could say. If, no, if I, I don't that either. Way, it know. takes me a lot to like build up the courage for that because last time I said it, I got fucking destroyed. So that's why I tell people, like in general, like even like my boys, like Bryson, you're my, you're like a great friend to me. And, you know, I definitely love you, bro. But it's just like to say it to yeah. a girl, bro, like even just thinking about that, like it's it makes me nervous because I don't know, man, because some, some women, like you tell them and I don't know. Sometimes I just don't think it's appreciated. Sometimes I don't know. Not all women. Mm. Not all. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking know. roasted. Yeah, I think wait. the only person I've ever said I love you to is my ex-husband. I have yeah. yet to say it to anybody else because I am not sure what that's supposed to look like. <laughs> so. Yeah, I get that. I, get I know it. my Julia. I'm the first and only person she's ever said I love you to. Good for her. Oh, Smart woman. That's sweet. So I'm like, damn, that, that feels good. That feels yeah, it does. pretty good. You're a fucking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> I am a unicorn. <laughs> I would like to invite her down here to explain how she knew when she loved me. That would probably help add to the conversation. Oh my yeah. God, that's a great idea. Go grab her. <laughs> go get her. Fucking pause the podcast. Go get her. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so I did go get my fiance and brought. Her, I wanted to bring her down here to speak on the how do you know that you're in love and what that feels like because um, I am the first man she did uh, profess that type of feelings for. So let's see what her thoughts are on that, Julia. <clears throat> how did you feel or how did you know that I was that, that guy for you? Well, you didn't leave me. So that's one. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good um, point. You'll do anything for me, even though I can be annoying at times. And you're always there for me and always there to listen to my dumb stories. <laughs> True love. True love right there. Um. Just put up with all my crap and just don't just walk away and just give up. Um, so like being there, that's good. That's that's a good pretty point. Pretty much in a nutshell. Okay. Aw. Julia, Julia knows that um, she <laughs> listened to her story. She tells me, um, she'll always tell me like, uh, you want to hear some a funny story from work today? And I'm like, I know it's not funny because Julia's not really a comedian. <laughs> so I, I I sit there and listen to him all the time. And 
it's so cute because she thinks it's so funny. I'm just like, that was just was not funny at all. But <laughs> I think it's funny. But you kind of have to be there. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to you because it's your field of work. So, you know, I don't get any of it. But I appreciate you for coming down and adding your input. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. Thank you. I love you and good night. <laughs> good night. The Golf fiance, clap, of you, Julia. ladies and gentlemen. Golf clap. <clears throat> yeah, that was cute though. But that, but she does have some good points. You know, just being there in general, because sometimes, like, rather, like, regardless of gender, sometimes your spouse or partner or whatever just need you to listen. That's it. And to them, that's you be like you giving them your time is is important. It really, really is. Just be there. You know how many women cheat on a man because the motherfucker just ain't there? And vice <laughs> like, versa? I'm just saying, uh, yeah, yeah, and vice versa. I mean, I, I did mean that in both. I did mean it from both no, sides. Just, like, same, okay. like, but yeah, you're, you're just not there. But you know who is there? Kevin at work. He's there yeah. every fucking day. And he's always asking me if I want to go out for a coffee. So yeah. one day she went out with Kevin for that coffee. And yep. you know what? That led to going out for drinks one night with Kevin. And then that led to Kevin's dick in Lucy's mouth. And that's not what you want. You don't want Kevin's dick. <laughs> Slipped and fell on it. I don't know. Just happened. For real. Oh, wow. Do you, do you feel like you have a better understanding of this whole idea of love, Miss Lugo? No. No. Not at all. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, All right, so like if, if if you had to describe like how would you want it to feel if you could if you could that's, describe that's, it that's a good way to look at it like if you were like this is how I want it because you know there's always like the fairy tale stuff and then you hear from other people I don't I, I, that's such a hard question um, yeah like the way it looks like on TV like that unconditional un- like you know without a doubt like love at first sight like just being right, so I don't believe sure. in that. That's that, unreal that so stuff, sure. That's just but, unreal shit. Like, no. I think I had that conversation with you once before, Lewis, on one of our episodes yeah. about how women let social media and shit dictate how their relationship's yeah. supposed it's to be. It's called the Cinderella effect. Get that off. Get, cut that shit off. That got nothing to do with... That is, that is not real life. No. You're not going to be married be sure. to a man for 10, 15 years, and he's still going to be all up your goddamn hip and shit. That that's not gonna happen. All right. So for yeah, like for know. me, right? My, for me, it was like as again, I've been asked this many fucking times. And young, you know, bro. Like a lot of the, it's, we'll just use the army as like a basis. A lot of the younger soldiers <clears throat> will like talk to us about this kind of stuff, so, especially like me and young, because we're just like very personable. So they always ask us. But like oh, a, a lot of them is asked, like you know, like what does it feel like to be like married or to be with someone for a very long time. And I've always just kind of like put it in one way where, again, it just goes back to what I said. Like, no matter what you do, no matter what it is, you will always have that person in the back of your head, no matter what. It's like it's it's a respect thing, but it's also like you just you want them to be in every aspect of your life. So you really can't think of anything doing like you can't really think of doing anything without that person. Like that's, that's the way I look at it. Like no matter what I do, even if it doesn't even like fucking involve them, 
I would still be like, oh, well, you know, if she was here, she'd probably enjoy that. Or like she, you know, yes. Yeah. That happens a lot. You know, like shit, like I'm a mechanic and a lot of women say they like, not a lot, but a lot of like women I've talked to said they like watching a guy work on cars because there's a turn on or whatever. And there's been times where I was like, so-and-so would probably like this. I get you know, that. It's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know, like doing stupid shit, like fucking raking or cleaning a yard. How does or that doing, differentiate like, between like being in love and a relationship and a solid friendship? Like I could be out and think of something that I think one of my friends would like, but I mean, how do you differentiate the two? Because, well, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of women can be like, I love someone, but I'm not in love with them. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Like, if I'm in love with a person, I'm not in love with anybody else. That's just not how I work. That, that's the thing. How do you know what is in love versus just loving someone? I because like I, there has to be a sexual attraction there, too, though. Well, yes. You wouldn't have a sexual attraction to a friend. That's true. If they're a friend, you, it's easy for you to turn that on and off. But yeah. if it's somebody you're interested in, the sexual attractions, there. yeah, like literally, again, like it, the sexual attractions, like that. But for me, it's like I could be sexually attracted to someone, but I won't be in love with them. For me, to same, for, same. The thing for me to like know that I'm in love with someone is I, no matter how hard I try, I cannot stop thinking about them. Like I just can't. Like even if I like mentally tell myself, "You need to stop thinking about that person," I, I just can't. I'm in love with them, and that's why, like, it's kind of like I gift and a curse in a way because as soon as i fall for someone i can't unlove them you know what i mean like even if said person like we got in a relationship that's like they cheated on me that's not love no that's just no like obsessive no okay you obviously you, of course kate fucking took it like suicide dive <laughs> no hey, it's well, not like well, that much stalking have- someone it's good for her to say that though, because you know you got an audience of people that are listening, and some of them might that might have been their first thought when they heard. Well, that. yeah. So you got no, like you know you got to clear that up for them. Also, you're right, you're right. But thank you for that suicide dive, <laughs> Kate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's she does have a point. But no, that's not what I look at. It's like when I, when I'm like thinking of that person, it's just because like I don't know, I care about them. I want to know what they're doing. I want to see how their day is going, and like you know. What I like joke around and be like, I'm bu- I like to bug you. In reality, it shouldn't be bugging them. If you're bugging that person, you're fucking like cuckoo. Give them a fucking break. But I don't know. That's just the way I look at it, at least. I know so it's you want to be different person to person. You want to be that person's peace, man. If you, yes. if you feel like you want to you bring value to that person, it's not like I want to annoy you or just no. crazy, infatuated or stalkerish with you, but... I I know I can make you happy. I want to bring happiness to your life. I can do that's those things you want. Like, I know I can make you happy. And that, that's the other thing too. Like you, you made a good point with the be someone's peace. Like if someone's having a rough day and you're the first person they think of, that's that's love. For real. That's for real. That's 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 love or like borderline love. Like they really fucking like you, or that's love. One of the two. And I also think Kate too is like like they always say when you find it you'll know i mean yeah. i in a I lot think of times really it's true. not when you're looking for it it just fucking happens yeah you'll know because you'll have feelings that you're like oh i ain't never felt like this before or this and this and they'll all should have started stacking up and you're like damn i think i do i finally love somebody <laughs> <laughs> Gee. Yeah. 
I will wait for that moment and I will let you both know exactly what that felt like. Oh, we'll be waiting. Mm. We'll be part number yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely be waiting on that. Yeah. So you guys feel like you got it all off your chest. You're good. Case still doesn't <sighs> know what love is. It's fine no. though. Hates like you know what love is when I eat a fucking ice cream oh, cone. So, so were either of you guys <laughs> so you weren't in love in your marriage, is what you're telling me? I don't know if I was. I don't I think we love each other. I don't know if we were in love. I think we were just comfortable. And we were together so it's a possibility. Young. That's definitely a possibility. Because it's true. Like when you're when you're that young, man, you're still like when you're, you're 15, literally you becoming can't an fall adult. In love. Like it's impossible. You can't fall in love at 15. That's nobody does. I don't know. There's some people still marry from 15, you know? It's because true. It's not because they're in love. That's why. It's rare. See, that's someone we should get on the podcast. Someone's been in a relationship for a long fucking time. My parents uh-huh. been together since high school. Let's yeah, but you can't here. go with that generation. That's different. <laughs> that generation, the, it was yeah, like that generation thick was and thin. Different. Like nothing will split them up. Which is fucking sad because the generations now, it's not like that. It's always the greener, the fucking grass green on the other side. Always. That's what we all think. Yeah. And it's it's really not. I mean, it's really not. It's not at all. I mean, it I'm, is now. I don't know. I mean, I just got divorced. I feel like the grass is pretty fucking green. Yo, she's got a, <laughs> she's got a fucking shirt. That's, what does your shirt say again? You told me about that shirt. What does it say? Uh, I was married, but I'm better now. <laughs> wow. Yo. Big ass fucking letters too. It's funny. It's a funny ass shirt. I'm, I can't I talk shit. I had a divorce. I had a divorce party. I, I I can't talk shit. So I, I didn't do nothing but just go on a host spree. I guess that's what I. Did. Oh well, I did that too. But... <laughs> Same. <laughs> Big girls left and right. That's all I. Was, that's all I was touching. <laughs> Big girl. <laughs> I don't were know they, why. Were they white too? Come on, tell me the truth. Were they white? What do you think? Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? No, I want to. I want to make it clear to people. I got nothing against my black and brown queens. Okay, I got nothing against y'all. I ain't got no problem. I don't. My ex-wife was Kate Verde, and she was black. I have nothing against black women. Mm-hmm. I my my eye is more attracted to white women. Yeah, but I date anywhere. I date any race. I really don't give a fuck. That that's never gonna matter to me. I don't. It's nothing wrong with that. I don't really have a type, but if I can like, kind of like think of all the women I've dated, yeah, I was mainly white. That's cool. That's good. <laughs> so, I think I've dated every kind of person. Oh, I yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. is that supposed to hey. be? <laughs> I, I I was about to clear that up only because you're very friendly and talkative. I feel oh, like you're you're inviting to most bird. people, so I would assume great. you converse with a bunch of people. That's all. And not I like do. not like you throwing it out to everybody. I that mean, you know that did sound bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that did fucking sound bad. was awesome. That, that was great. That's why I instantly started laughing. It I sounded horrible. Oh, that sounded horrible. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, listen here. Me and Lewis are going to be featured on another podcast on what's the date on that, Lewis? You the 16th, I thought. March 16th. I'm checking the date right now. Hang on. It's a <clears throat> Sunday, right? I believe it's a Sunday. Hold on. Uh, I think the, the uh, podcast's name is Lori Brooke. We're going to be talking about me and Lewis's uh, friendship relationship. <laughs> friendship situation Ooh, whoa yeah. whoa whoa yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna, it's gonna go there 
Um, it's not the 16th because that's a Thursday. So maybe the oh, shit. We have to double check on the dates. It might have been, but I will keep you guys in, uh, up to date. We're going to be on a podcast uh, discussing our relationship as friends and, you know, all that good stuff. Kate, we like having you on, Kate, you know. Yes, definitely. You, Thank you for going to be a regular or what? She's not sick know. of us yet. I can't commit. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh shit! Not on the podcast, and never. Oh, you just setting yourself <laughs> up, fucking setting them up. Can't well, do it. We appreciate you guys for listening and tuning yeah, in. Definitely. You know where you can follow us at Low Cost Customs on IG, Kate Lugo eight ten on Instagram, and Bryce TV two point on IG as well. Get us anywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, Google, Apple, Sincaster. However you want it. It's Burger King. Have it your way, baby. We'll see you next (laughs) week. We love you. Peace out. Peace out.